Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. And I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope this message inspires you and encourages you. Enjoy today's message. talk to you about the one thing that can change everything and my prayer is is that you get it because I'm going to share it and when I begin to say this topic you're going to go oh I've heard that before and it, and your mind will have a tendency to say well I've heard it before so you'll start tuning out and you'll say well you know look at that I never noticed that fire thing on the wall over there oh man look at this right here you know look at look at that look at that guy. I never saw this and your mind will start wondering and you'll check out you will leave before you leave. You start thinking about, well, I guess this, we might get out of here by this time and, you know, and go have early lunch or something. I hope that doesn't happen today. And it'll take some, it'll really take some spiritual warfare on your part to not, so it doesn't happen. Because if you get this, what I'm going to talk about today, you'll have freedom. And the devil doesn't want that. He wants you to be in bondage. I want to talk to you about mercy and how God's mercy brings forgiveness. How it brings forgiveness. I hear so many people say this to me. They say, I feel so guilty. I feel so ashamed. And what they're talking about is something that happened in their past. Most of the time that I, that when someone says I feel this way, it's not something that usually happened immediately. It's usually something that's happened some time back. It could be, you know, six months ago, six years ago, or 60 years ago. I never hear anybody say, today I feel so forgiven. And that is exactly what we should feel. But somehow, somehow in our in our journey that the enemy of our soul keeps us feeling this guilt. He keeps reminding us of our past and we walk around in a sense of guilt instead of a sense of forgiveness. Why, why would he do that? Because he knows that, that if you feel guilty, you never want to be close to somebody who makes you feel guilty. And every time you think about God, you think about all the wrong that you've done and you feel like, oh, you know, he must be ashamed of me. And so therefore, you would want to keep distance between you and God. It's spiritual warfare, everybody. And so today, I want to talk to you about that. And we've, we've been saying this def definition. We started this series off with this definition about what mercy is. And so it's coming up on the screen and let's say it together. Here we go. You ready? Let's say this. Mercy is undeserved forgiveness and unearned kindness. Undeserved forgiveness and unearned. So it's undeserved. You, you don't deserve it. I don't deserve it, but we get it. And that's what mercy is. And, you know, and it's undeserved kindness. I don't deserve God to be so kind to me. And I don't deserve people to be so kind to me. And neither do you, but it's what God is mercy. Jesus talked about this forgiveness in Matthew 6 and 12 in the Lord's Prayer. When he, in the Lord's Prayer, how that Jesus said, forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sinned against us. And so basically he said this forgiveness thing has two sides to it. It's not just one, it's two things. Is that I'm receiving God's forgiveness and I'm giving forgiveness. 
Uh, and that's what your life will be. If, if your life is going to be successful, you have to have those two elements. You have to have an inlet of forgiveness and you have to have an outlet of forgiveness. In other words, I got to receive God's forgiveness and I got to continually give forgiveness. We said this last week. We said where you find peace in your life is this, is that when you raise the bar of what it takes to offend you and you lower the bar of what it takes for you to forgive someone. And in between that is where you find peace. And so today I want to talk to you about how to receive forgiveness from God. Some of you say, well, I've already done it. No, 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 no. You're still walking around like you haven't. See what I'm talking about? You said, I have, I've received God's forgiveness, but yet you're walking around like you haven't. And so we got to talk about that. I want to talk to you about three things today about how to receive God's forgiveness. And the first one is this. Number one is realize God wants to forgive me. He wants to forgive me. When we think about God forgiving us, we think that he begrudgingly judges. Like, oh, well, okay, I got to. No, no, no. God wants to, wants to. It's, it's not like you buying that Christmas gift for that relative that you really don't like because you draw their name. <laughs> I got to get this gift for them. No, 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 no. That's not the way that it is. It's not that way at all. Look what, what uh, Nehemiah 9 and 17 says this. It says, you are a God of what, everybody? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Now look at this rec- next part. Always ready to what? Pardon, always ready to pardon, always ready to pardon, gracious and merciful, slow to become angry and full of love and what, everybody? In other words, God is not reluctant to forgive you. He wants to forgive you. He wants to forgive you. He wants to forgive you so that you can feel forgiven. You will never feel forgiven until you are forgiven. Amen, everybody? Why would God want to do that? Why is he so anxious, so willingly, so wanting to forgive us after all the things that we've done? Why would he want to do that? Here's why. Because forgiveness removes the distance. Whenever, whenever you've done something against someone or someone's done something against you and there's a, there's a hurt or there's something between you two and when someone says, I'm sorry, will you please forgive me? It's amazing how that they may be out here, but as soon as they say that, it's that the distance is removed. And God wants to be so close to you. He wants to, in this relationship, he wants to be with you. And therefore, that's when he, when you say, God, forgive me. God says, oh, I forgive you so that we can be close again. See what I'm talking about? God wants you to be, it re, forgiveness removes the distance between we and God. And he wants to be close to you. He wants to be so close to you. Look at the next verse, Micah 7 and 18. You don't, you don't stay angry forever, but would you read those last four words with me? Let's read them out loud. You ready? Come on. Delight to show mercy. God delights to show mercy. Several years ago, uh, when our kids were smaller, Ron and I bought this travel trailer, you know, this RV, we bought it, and we would take our kids to Disney World. Uh, you know, we'd try to pick one time a year that we could take them to Disney. And listen, let me tell you something. Rhonda still loves Disney. Our kids are sort of, they moved on, but Rhonda hasn't. <laughs> Matter of fact, they have to tell Caitlin, like, 
you know, I, I say, Caitlin, would, would you please take your mother to Disney, <laughs> Disney World? She even, she even gets some of the, matter of fact, about two years ago, she got some of the, a lot of the staff ladies here and they all did a ladies trip and guess where he went? To Disney. <laughs> but, um, so we were getting ready to go and, and uh, something had happened. We had a death in our church and, and uh, so I had to postpone our trip uh, several hours. I was uh, presiding over a funeral and so we, instead of leaving early that morning, we had left at like two in the afternoon and we would left here, and that's usually about, a, about an eight-hour trip, but it took us 15 hours to get there, 15 hours. From the time we got on I-75 and we went through Macon, it was horrible. The traffic, it was just backed up, and this was before GPSs, so Rhonda had her atlas out over there, and we're taking all these back roads, you know, yeah. Yeah, it was no find the nearest route. No, we just had to take these back roads. And we, so we ended up 15 hours later. So basically we drove all night. I'm pulling this big RV, you know, and the kids are, you know, they're, they want, they're excited about Disney, but they're tired of being in the car and all this stuff. And so needless to say, our attitudes were not the best. I would, you would have been very disappointed in me. I'll tell you that right now. You would have, I would have disappointed you that day because when we got, finally got to the campground, you know, we're, we're very irritable and tired and, and trying to back an RV up. <laughs> if you've ever been there, I mean, it's big, and everybody's watching, you know, it's like early in the morning. They all have been sleeping all night. They got their coffee. They're just, no, we haven't slept a wink. And we're not, we're not communicating very well. It's, Man, well, we are community. It's loud. It's not well. <laughs> and so we're, she's trying to, she has to get out and help drive, guide me in. And, and, and I can't see her. And, and I'm yelling, I can't see you in the mirror. You got to get, you know, we're just yelling. It's just bad. We finally did the best thing we could do. Took a nap. <laughs> and we got up, you know, and, and after all that and, I'm sorry, and we're supposed to be the happiest place in the world, and we're not. But we finally get going, and sure enough, we have a great time. What I want you to know is this, is that after that trip was over, Rhonda would always do scrapbooks, you know, back then, that's what you did. And she would do the scrapbooks, and all the pictures that we took of that trip was the pictures of us having a great time. She didn't take, she did not take any pictures of us. You know what I'm saying? She didn't take any of those pictures. Even though it happened, they were not, they were not remembered. They're in our scrapbooks today. They're not remembered. And what I want to tell you is this, is because God is such a great God. Today in heaven, you know, he's got that great phone with all those photos. I don't know if it's an iPhone or Android in heaven. I have no idea. But he's got this phone. <laughs> he, 
He's got this phone up there with all these great pictures. Now, let me just tell you something. Everyone he's got of you, he doesn't have any of the pictures before you said, God, I'm sorry, forgive. When you were doing all that bad, he doesn't have those on his phone. Every time he sees you, he thinks about those good times, about how he forgave you and how he's changed your life and how you've stepped up and how he's changed you and he's rearranged your life. He's got those good pictures. So when God looks at you. He didn't look at your past and think, oh, look, I remember how bad you were. No, his goodness, his mercy is over you. Amen, everybody? He delights in showing mercy. He doesn't remember the bad. Oh, you can feel good about that. Amen? You can feel good. Doesn't that feel good? Don't you feel that? That God's only got the good pictures. He chooses that. You can't, you can't put it away, but he does. You see, you're not God. Just let you, you are not God. You don't have the ability he does. When somebody hurts you, you can't forget it. But God's God, and when we hurt him, and we say, I'm sorry, the blood of Jesus covers it, and he chooses to never remember it again. And because he chooses to never remember it again, and it's covered by the blood of Jesus, he can't remember it again. I feel good. I'm starting to feel a little better about my forgiveness. How about you? Okay, well, I'll just move on then. (laughs) Number two, receive God's forgiveness freely. 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 Oh, I want to talk to you about this one. Romans 3, 23 and 24 says, all of us have sinned. Okay, every one of us, all right? Every person in this room, me included, every person sinned, all of us. So we're all in the same boat, all right? Yet now God declares us what, everybody? Not guilty. Not guilty. Why? Not guilty of offending him if we trust in Jesus Christ, who, is, who in his kindness freely, there it is, won't you circle that, freely takes away our sins. Now, why do we have a problem so much with God giving us, freely forgiving us? I'll tell you why. It's because we are, we are in our culture, uh, which is, this is a good thing, is that when we do wrong, we're punished, right? That's right. Like, uh, you know, when you, you know, when you, when our kids were smaller, uh, if they got in trouble, it depended on the degree. And some, sometimes we had to, we understood that we had to go through their rear to get to their ear. Some of you say, that's bad. Well, you can just say it's bad if you want to, whatever. But anyways, that's what had to happen in my house, all right? Because sometimes they didn't hear me, all right? So we had to go to the rear to get to the ear, all right? There's a connection. Some of you are going to use that, aren't you? Yes, you will. But we're used to being punished immediately for the things that we've done wrong, especially as children. And because when we say, God, forgive me, we don't get punished. We don't feel it then it's hard for us to say, well, he really didn't forgive me because I didn't get punished. Salvation is free. Salvation is free, but it costs everything. It's not cheap. Amen, everybody? Forgiveness, God freely forgives us, but it's not cheap. It's very expensive because it costs Jesus his life. What you have to understand is that you, your sins were punished. It's just that it didn't get taken out on you. 
because of God's mercy and his love through Jesus Christ. Jesus took all of our punishment and all of our sins. He took them on him. And the cross is all about God punishing your sin. So it costs Jesus everything. So it's freely given, but it's not cheap. And so we have to understand. So there's two things I think that we reason that we don't uh, receive God's forgiveness. And the first one is this, is that you don't believe it. You don't believe it because what I just told you, see, we're used to being told if it sounds too good to be true, it's not true. But see, there's, a, there's billions of people that have debunked it and said it's true because there's, there's many, billions of us that have said, God, forgive me and changed our lives. Anytime that, anytime that you're struggling to believe that, that God really paid the punishment, Jesus really paid the price for your sin and that God is not angry at you anyway, anytime that you're tempted to do that, just look at the cross. Because that's what the cross is all about. And listen, there's, there's uh, millions of crosses all over our, our country. And, and thank God for that. And we have a 30-foot cross on the front of this church so that when everybody drives by that is a child of God that's asked God to forgive them, to remind them that when they see that cross, to remind that Jesus has forgiven you your sins, they've been washed in the blood, and you're on your way to heaven, and you, have, you can have peace of God. Amen, everybody? The cross is a reminder of that. The next thing is this, is that, is that you don't think you deserve it. See, that's, that's the part that, that we all struggle with, is that we don't deserve it. And you don't deserve it. Matter of fact, some of you have walked in this church today and you, you know, you said something like this. You, you walked in this church and you've seen all these nice people. And thank you for being nice. Thank you. You know, this is nice practice right now. We talked about that last night. Churches being practicing being nice. And if you ran and if you're new here and you ran into somebody that wasn't nice, they're a guest too. <laughs> so yeah. They just haven't we we gonna get them, so just be a little patient with us. So you walk in, you say, all these nice people. You say, Well, if they just knew me. If they just knew me, boy, they, they would say, oh, he doesn't deserve it or she doesn't deserve it. Well, let me just tell you something. That person beside you, they're not so nice either. Amen. We've all messed up, haven't you? Haven't we? They're not as, they look like they got it all together, but they don't. If you, if you only knew what they've done, you'd move. <laughs> you'd find you somewhere else to sit. She said, oh my God, you t- I thought I was bad, but <laughs> Matter of fact, why don't, we just, why don't we just take five minutes and turn to the person beside you and tell them how not nice you are. <laughs> now there's laughter in the room right now because we all know that yes, that's true about all of us, right? Say so every one of us, every one of us. See, don't you want to be forgiven? And don't you want to feel it? That's why, I'm, that's why every week I'm going to do what I'm about to do right here. Is that forgiveness is this. See, you can't earn forgiveness. You can't buy forgiveness. You can, but you do have to ask for it. Did you see that? God doesn't automatically just forgive you. 
but when you ask for it. See, that's the way it is with somebody, you know, when, when someone hurts us, when they hurt us. See, and, and we need to forgive them, but, but, you know, like we're like, okay, well, I need to forgive them, but I, I want them to ask, don't you? I want them to say, okay, well, listen, I really, when I go to talk to them, I want them to say, you know, I, I, I did you wrong. Will you forgive me? And it sure does make it a lot easier for me to forgive them when they ask for it, don't doesn't it, you? So right now, I don't know what you've done, but today, if you're not a Christ follower, right now is the time that you've got to ask God for forgiveness. Why do you need to do that? Because, see, Jesus wants to save you. He doesn't just want to save you to take you to heaven. He wants to save your life right now. And there'd be, there's so many of us in this room that he saved us. See, we were all going this direction, but he saved us. Now we're going this direction, and our lives have gotten better. Would you just bow your heads with me? Lord Jesus, right now I'm about to say this prayer. And God, there will be many people in this room and those that are watching online that's going to say it as well in their mind and in their heart. And you're going to save them today because they're going to receive your forgiveness. And God, you're removing the barriers between you. Lord, sin creates a barrier today. You're going to, we're going to ask you to forgive that. So right now, if this is you, would you just say this in your mind and heart? Dear Lord Jesus, I'm so sorry. I really am sorry, God, for my sins, the wrongs I've done toward you and I've done toward others. Forgive me. I ask you for your forgiveness. Now, God, that I've asked you, I receive your forgiveness. And today, I receive that I don't have to walk in guilt or shame anymore. That I am free from all the price that sin did to me. I'm free from the shame. I'm free from the guilt. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Let's give God a hand for those that pray that prayer. If you prayed that prayer, we want you to just check it on this card so we can send you some information and pray over you as well. And by the way, I'm asking everybody to please fill this card out and put it in the bucket on the way out. Why? Because we pray over every card and we think you're worth praying over. Amen? I lo we love you enough to pray for you. And so please put the card in the bucket. Okay, number three is, oh, let me say this before I go to number three. First John 1 and 9. But if we confess our sins to him, he will keep his promise and do what is right. He will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all our wrongdoings. So if you prayed that prayer, that's exactly what he just did today. And let me just say this to you. You know what baptism is all about? Baptism is, is going publicly and saying, I've confessed my sins and that I'm celebrating that they've been washed away. And that I can be a new person today because I don't have to walk in the guilt of my past sins thinking that God's mad at me. Amen? And so when you go public with baptism, that's why baptism is so important. It's what it does for you, not what it does for God. It's what it does for you. If you've not been baptized or you need to be rebaptized, please sign up to be baptized. We'll be doing that at the end of the month. I want, I want you to be baptized. Number three, 
The third thing I would say to you is about how to receive God's forgiveness is accept God forgives completely. Accept that he forgives completely. Because many times we don't think that. We don't believe that God 100% forgives me. He can't forgive me for 100% of what I did. No, it's 100%. Look what it says. Colossians 2 and 13. God forgave all our sins. Oh, here, let's read these next four words. Ready? He canceled the record. Woo! He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. Did you hear that? Some of you think that God's, he's holding the evidence. No, 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 no. He canceled it. How many of you, how many of you are worried to death? How many of you are worried to death about a bill you paid six months ago? Not that you owe, you paid it already. You paid it, you haven't got a notice about it. You paid the bill six months ago, but how many, how many of you just worried to death about it? No one. We don't worry about a debt that we've already paid or we paid it, hallelujah, the bill's been paid. Woo, good, praise God. But so many of us worry about the bill that Jesus has already paid. And the devil will tell you that you still owe it. You know, if I come up and told you that, you know, you still owe the money for your car payment six months ago, and I just started accusing you of that, you'd call me a liar. And you'd go back and you'd try to find the evidence of where you pay that. you go back and say, no, 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 here's where it, look at my account. It was taken out of my account. It was paid. And every time the devil comes up to you and tells you that, that you still over your sin and that God has forgiven you, you say, no, devil, here's the evidence. Jesus died on that cross 2,000 years ago. That's the evidence. I've been paid for, amen? <laughs> my sister about, I guess it's been now about six years ago, had to have an emergency surgery. Her gallbladder acted up and she had the surgery and her insurance did not cover all the fees. So she ended up having to make payments to the doctor himself. They had to set those pay, that payment plan up to the tune of four or $500 a month. It was several thousand dollars. And so she set up, you know, it was a big inconvenience on her budget, needless to say, an extra $500 a month you're not planning on. And so every month she would write her, she would get the notice in the mail, she'd write her check and send it in. December come around, she'd been paying on a bill about three or four months. She opened up the notice that she got in the mail. When she opened up the notice and, you know, she uh, reviewed it, to see how much more she owed, she'd always watch that, making sure that they'd taken the payment, the last payment and reduced it. And the balance said zero. Wait a minute, wait a minute, you hadn't heard it yet. <laughs> she being in the medical field, in billing in medical field, know how that those errors can happen. And so she called the doctor's office and said, listen, I'm sorry, someone has made a mistake. I wanna let you know that my balance says zero. And so they put her on hold and said, wait just a minute. And she knew, that, she knew the drill, she knew exactly what was happening because she does it herself. She knew that they was gonna go back and check and say, oh yes, I'm sorry that someone made it, and here's what you owe. Well, they come back on and said, ma'am, 
said, I want to tell you something. Said the doctor here, every year at Christmas time in the month of December, decides that he is going to forgive some people's debts. And this year, you were chosen. Your debt has been forgiven. Your balance is zero. Now, being of our nature, we say, are you sure? <laughs> Did, are you sure? I'm not going to get it. She went on. Are you sure? I'm not going to get another bill. The I'm, she said, ma'am, I'm sure it's 100% paid for. Your debt has been forgiven. You don't know anything else. Let me tell you something. She said she started crying. She was so happy that that thousands of dollars that she owed had been forgiven. And she, was, she had tears of joy. She called everybody and told them what had happened. And today, if she were to tell that story again to you today, tears would trickle down her eyes. Why? Because it feels good to be forgiven. Amen, everybody? Amen. When you, when you feel forgiven, when you feel forgiven, you walk around a little differently. You don't walk with your head hung down. You don't walk with shame and regret. No, you walk around and say, I've been forgiven by Almighty God. You're looking at a forgiven person and you tell everybody that God has forgiven me and it feels good to be forgiven. See, you forgot what it feels like. You forgot what it feels like to be forgiven. You haven't forgot what it feels like to walk around in guilt. You haven't forgot about the shame, but you forgot what it feels like to feel forgiven. And today, what I hope you walk away from this message is today is that you walk out of here a little lighter and you walk in your, would you just feel it just a moment right now? Would you just take a moment and just feel that, feel forgiven? Mm, like my sister, I've been forgiven of a huge debt. My debt of sin is forgiven. I'm cleansed by God. God loves me. He's close to me because I'm forgiven. I've been washed in the blood of Jesus. I'm forgiven. Oh, doesn't it feel good, everybody? I'm forgiven. Doesn't that feel good? I don't think it does. I don't think anybody's with me today. Don't, don't you understand that? No, when my sister debt was forgiven, she didn't just sit there and go, oh, maybe they did it. I'll wait another month to see if I get a bill. Heck no, woo, I'm forgiven. No, 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 I'm for, I feel good, I'm forgiven. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really forgiven. I mean, I, God doesn't have anything against. I'm close to God because I'm forgiven everybody. Do you feel it? Do you feel it? Do you feel it? Let it feel good. You've been forgiven. You've been forgiven. You've been forgiven. Doesn't it feel good? You're forgiven everybody. Walk in it. I, I feel forgiven. I'm happy today. I thank God I, I'm forgiven right now. I'm no, none of my past. No, I'm forgiven. Come on, everybody, stand with me. Oh, Romans 8 and 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to all of those who are in Christ Jesus. Why? Because we're forgiven. 
forgiven. I'm forgiven. I'm forget. I'm a better man when I when I feel forgiven. Oh, I'm I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. It feels good. It feels good to be forgiven. I want to do something now. See, I know how the devil is working right now. He's working in your mind. He said, oh, but you, oh, but you, oh, but you. No. God forgives all the sexual hurts of the past. He forgives all the, the, the financial hurts of the past. He forgives all the lying and cheating of the past. He forgives all the family hurts of the past. He, you know, I, oh, I should have been a better dad. I know I should have. But God forgives all the things I did wrong in my family. He forgives all those things. Amen. And you can walk free. You're forgiven. Hi, this is Pastor Jeff again. I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support God's work through Stockbridge Community Church, simply go to our website at secview.net. Again, that's secview.net and click the Give tab. We want to thank you again for being with us today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.